0: Hold on, let me make sure. Sh- let me see if Alex finished the marathon. Did you finish, Alex? Oh, she finished. Good girl. God, she's
1: amazing.
0: Hello. Welcome back to Escaping Reality, the podcast where normally four of us watch and discuss reality television but today as always when it comes to RuPaul's Drag Race it's just me and Nick and Nick and I are here to chat about oh just the delights that is RuPaul's Drag Race UK season three we are on this week episode seven seven I feel good about it episode seven entitled Miss Fugly Beauty Pageant which Ru decides to tell us that Fugly actually stands for a friend you gotta love yourself I don't know if that's actually accurate but like I thought it meant fucking ugly just one word but Maybe she's right. Anyway, so before we get into that beauty pageant, make sure you are following us on social media at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram, at ESC Reality Pod on Twitter. If you need to email us, for are escapingrealitypod at gmail.com. As always, slide in our DMs, talk to us about these queens. We are literally living for so many of them. This season has been so fun. We're sad it's almost coming to an end. We think we maybe have two episodes left. So we're very, very excited. Nick, you ready?
1: Let's do it.
0: Before we get into episode seven recap, Kat which we got a lot to cover. So we will get into all of it. But before we do that, let me just quickly remind you what happened in episode six. Episode six, we got to read each other as a mini challenge and we got to do the snatch game as our maxi challenge. We also had our special guest, Jessie on last week. Thank you so much again to her for coming on. It was so fun to get her thoughts on this very eventful episode. Not only did we have the reading challenge, which Theresa May was the winner of, we also had the snatch game where Kitty Scott Claus and Ella Day pretty much just crushed it. And then we got Fruity on the runway, much to Aggie's dismay, but Jesse and Nick seemed much more positive about it if you listened last week. And then Ella as Nigella Lawson in the Snatch Game, was able to pull out the win, which was very exciting, giving her two repeater badges, which we're all very proud of because we absolutely adore her. And then Charissa May and River Medway were in our bottom two, and Mama Rue was so upset with their performance in the lip sync that she sent them both sashaying away. So now we're down to five queens and it's time to get into it. So here we go. Episode seven, Miss Public Beauty Pageant. Post elimination, we come into the workroom. They have to read two notes off the mirror. El a day cleans them off. And they just sort of sit and chit chat a little bit about what's going on so far and sort of where they're feeling right now. So Nick, what did you think about this? I feel like they mostly talked about Vanity and Kitty kind of being over being safe.
1: Yeah, I mean, like Scarlet came for El of a Day, being like, you know, you don't really have a personality and you're not really funny. <laughs> and I was like, that's weird because I just won the Biggest comedy challenge known throughout RuPaul's Drag Race. So shut up. And also I've been sailing in this competition and you've been falling. Yeah. like Scar- it's a
0: bold move to call out someone else when you are doing worse than them.
1: It's a bold move, you know? It's, Scarlett, shut up. Stop. I didn't like this notion of Ella not having a personality. It could just be the fact that we are huge Ella day stands and we love her. But I haven't seen her without a personality
0: I guess. I feel like what they mean is she's maybe a little bit more reserved. I don't see it, like you said. Like, you and I love her so much, we don't get that. But maybe, because okay, the context that Scarlett kind of brought it up in was that her and Kitty make Rue laugh a lot with their personality. And maybe they're kind of thinking, well, Ella doesn't really do that. But I do think she makes Rue laugh. And she definitely made her laugh in the Snatch Game. So I was just like, where are you coming from with this, Scarlett? Like, what is happening?
1: She makes Rue laugh where it counts, which is in the competition. yes. It's Not a,
0: in the workroom.
1: Yeah, like, yes, it's important to have a funny walkthrough and a funny workroom, but it's also important to do well in the challenges.
0: He said what he said. To me, it was really bold to say something like that when reality of the situation is you didn't do that well this week. You didn't have the best week. You just were better than terrible, which you had been for two weeks in a row. So I still like Scarlet Harlot, but it was a little bit, I was like, you're being a little fresh and I don't love that for us. But yeah, so after that, I mean, that was pretty much all they talked about. Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. And then the next morning they come in as if they haven't just been here and go, wow, a brand new week. Kitty, you still have no badges.
1: They're really hitting home the fact that Kitty does not have badges. Um, I mean,
0: I'm sure it's on purpose given the ending of this episode. Well, but- given the
1: ending of this episode, for sure. But also, given the ending of the episode, like, yes, good. But it's also at that point in time where it's like, if you don't have a badge, you need to leave. It's like the Cheryl Hole. It's like the Ellie Diamond. You don't have a shot, you know? Oh,
0: Kitty says, she goes, well, it doesn't matter if I don't have any badges because I'm going to take the crown. And Nick and I both look at each other and go, but you can't have the crown with no badges.
1: You're you're not going to get the crown if you don't have a it. It's just not going to happen. Ask Ellie Diamond last season.
0: Yeah. That being said, we come in and Rue's video message says something about looking ugly. And Ella's like, I don't know how to look ugly. And I was like, tell them, Ella. Tell them.
1: Tell them. But also like sometimes you can look like a man. Isn't that like a joke that they've been saying all the time?
0: Uh, Like one person. I actually disagree with that one on it but regardless not the point so rue says something in her video message about looking ugly and then she comes in and says you're gonna do a beauty pageant on a time crunch we literally don't have time for a mini challenge because we have to spend so much time on the maxi challenge and it's a beauty pageant on a time crunch all themed around the idea of like i said earlier ugly outfits meaning friend you gotta love yourself it's, it was special it was a choice and then basically she tells them i'm gonna give you a certain amount of time you need to get makeup and a look on and come to the runway and then we'll tell you the next category right after that which nick how do we feel about this challenge
1: i love this challenge like i'm not gonna lie i think this challenge and this episode was a very strong episode in a season that's had great episodes and has had bad episodes so i think this was a very strong episode and i think this was a challenge that was a new concept to drag race which we do not get anymore Mm -hmm. or very rarely do we get a new challenge concept and I love this I thought it was interesting I thought it really you needed to be smart in what you were doing I also like think this is something that you have to do again like we're not drag professionals so I can't say for sure but this is something of you have to be quick and you have to be on your feet and you have to think about things fast and make it work in the moment when doing drag and I think this is a great challenge to like do that and to show off that aspect of breath
0: yeah I think it was just a fun and exciting way to have multiple looks be shown without it just being like Walk out in your look. Now, the next one, now the next one. It was like a riff on the same challenge that we've seen before. So, Rue tells them first category is fugly swimwear. Yeah. And you have 69 minutes on the clock. And basically, they're all like, that's not enough time, right, Nick? I mean,
1: that's the most amount of time they get for any of them. So, yeah. But it is
0: kind of like, kind of uncomfortable because they're all like, I barely do my makeup in an hour, let alone doing that and getting dressed and making it work. Before we get into the looks, because we're basically going to talk about how they got ready and then the actual toot and boot of the looks so we'll do like three separate ones but Nick and I also talked about like well they must have been told something because they didn't make any looks so they didn't actually like have a ball where it was like two over what looks you would already prepared and one was one you made at the moment. It was three kind of looks that they already had and then they had to go sort of from there right? Yes. So that was our guess is that they brought things that were like in a vague thing like ugly swimwear or like. Again
1: I don't work in drag and I don't personally know queens who so have been on the show but from what I have gathered from list. Listening- to a bunch of podcasts and just being in the community of Drag Race fandom is that before you go on the show, you get prompts for not just runways, but for everything from like mini challenges. So like they were definitely told, bring someone that looks like a dog like that stupid mini challenge that they had. You get prompts for everything. So I'm assuming that they had prompts of ugly swimwear, ugly but fashionable, fugly sw- something along those lines, but they didn't know that it would be a ball episode and they didn't know that it would be in this format. Yeah. And I think you could tell because when Rue announced the challenge and said like they were fucking shook. And I doubt that if they knew it was in this type of format that Crystal would have planned to do prosthetics and all of that stuff to her face for the fugly swimwear.
0: Yeah, so then basically they have 69 minutes. They're just chatting really quickly, going through their makeup, trying to get ready. And you see, the one thing of note that I noticed in this moment was that Crystal's like putting like a starfish on her face. My only thought was like, this is gonna be cool for whatever you're doing for fugly swimwear, but like, what are you going to do when you have to switch to the next thing? Which we'll talk about. And she um, she does something. So let's get into our first set of looks Let's toot and boot these runways. First out, we had Vanity Milan.
1: Boot. Next.
0: Okay, well, let me explain <laughs> what it was in case friends don't remember. Um, She basically was wearing a quilted bathing suit and a weird black swim cap, and there was, like, yellow. Yeah, it just wasn't flattering, and I didn't totally get how it was supposed to be bubbly.
1: It was so basic. Like, nothing to it. I get the category of swimwear, but all the other queens had something extra to their swimwear that made it more than just walking out in a Bodysuit. Vanity was like, Well, you told me to wear swimwear, so I'm just gonna wear swimwear, and it's going to be this quilted pattern to make it fugly looking. And it's like, no, you need to do more. And then also it was terrible. And like not in the fun, fugly that Kitty's was or Scarlett's was, or even like um Ella's. It was just ugly.
0: I didn't think it was ugly. I just like didn't get it. I think yellow looks good on her. I think the swim cap, I just didn't understand why it was quilted fabric. Maybe it was supposed to relate to her final runway because it was also quilted but I was like why are we wearing quilted fabric? Regardless it wasn't our favorite. Next up we had Kitty Scott Claus and she was wearing like a tight like multi-printed fun outfit. She had crazy teased hair and big blue eyeshadow and false teeth in or something and they said she was wearing a piece on her mouth, right?
1: Yeah she had an, uh, funny teeth. I mean she had funny teeth for every single runway that she was out there for. Mm-hmm. I think the judges said it right later on in the critiques of like Kitty just did a great job of selling every outfit she was in. So like, did was you this, like this? I think it fit the prompt really well. It's hard I to think, judge
0: these runways. I was gonna I can't say tell I don't if think. I, like them or I was like, not. I don't
1: think you're supposed to like find it beautiful, but do I find it fugly? Yes, the shawl doesn't really match the bathing suit itself. That part is like funny. Uh, again, Kitty just sold her runways so well, and that's really like a big part.
0: I think this category was just not my favorite. I think she looked snatched. Yeah. But I I didn't like it. But (laughs) I I think that was maybe the, so maybe she succeeded. Up next, we had Scarlet Harlot being like a cat mom and she had like her swim cap on and she was coughing up hairballs like a cat.
1: Yeah, it was weird.
0: (laughs) The judges really liked it. I thought it was a really cute bathing suit, actually. Like, I was like, I actually think that bathing suit's kind of cute. I don't know if it's fugly. I think the fugly part is the fact that you're coughing up hairballs and being an actual cat. I don't know if your outfit is actually fugly.
1: I mean, yeah. Also, this is gonna be so stupid, but it wasn't practical. You wouldn't bring a cat with you to a pool.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't, Nick. What do you mean? But see, it's like kind of cute. It's it had cute. some shape and stuff, which just didn't really make sense.
1: She looked great. Scarlet looked great. But... Yeah, it was like
0: cute. She had her little swim cap on and her little like rolling yeah. her nose. It was like a whole moment. I thought this was one of her better runs.
1: Yeah, I like liked it. But, like, but, why? But why? But why? Also, like, the crazy cat lady, I don't know if it fits you. It fits Kitty, because Kitty's name is Kitty. So, like, later on in the episode when Kitty does the crazy cat lady, it makes sense that it's funny. Scarlett like, it doesn't, like to do the crazy cat lady i guess but to each, each their, their own and
0: then up next we had ella Viday basically being drunk in like four different patterns all at the same time
1: yeah i th-
0: don't know what her thought process was behind the character she picked i'm not saying i didn't like it i just didn't know what it was was she drunk was she supposed
1: to be drunk? I th- maybe i think she was playing the same card of kitty of like this jersey girl who's like kind of tr- not jersey like east end i think will be the like white trash area in the uk so i think that's like what ella was also going for with like all the classic animal print the big bouffant hair and like crazy like that like acting like kind of drunk or like kind of trashy like i think that's the aura that she was going
0: Again, I don't know how to judge this because I did not like it, but I think that was But the I don't point.
1: think we were supposed to like it. Yeah,
0: I think that was the point. And finally, we had Crystal Versace being a barnacle. Barnacle Beauty is what she called herself. Sure. I thought this was scary.
1: I liked it. I think this is the strongest Crystal looked on the runway today. And because it was so different than anything Crystal has done before, Alan Carr said it best. He's like, I expected you to come out in a long blonde wig, skimpy little bathing suit and sell us that. But the fact that she didn't made it even better because you're like, oh, this is so different. And it's something that you, we wouldn't expect from you. And so it worked. Especially too because the judges were reading her last week for wearing the same exact silhouette. They're like, you do the same thing every week. So this is a great way to be like, boom, I'm doing something different than you haven't seen Jun before. With this like prosthetics all over my face, dark, gross makeup, you know, a bald cap. So I think it was a smart way for her to be different.
0: Is this a different silhouette? She's wearing
1: a bodysuit. Yeah, but she has things all over her. So it's not just a bodysuit where everything else has just been a bodysuit.
0: I don't know if this is a different
1: silhouette. I do because it's not, yes, it's a bodysuit, but it has things off of it. And like, it's not so much like just like the silhouette. It's the fact that everything about her is not going pretty. Every runway, she's been pretty. She's not going glamorous.
0: I didn't like it. And I think it's because, has anyone out there seen the episode of America's Next Top Model where they do the side effects of smoking? It's season nine, episode one. And this girl has to do hair loss and they give her just this like terrible bald cap with like kind of hair falling off. And it looks like this coral growing out of Crystal's head. Um, so that was like a little bit, ah! I can hear what you're saying, Nick, about her being very different than what she normally does, which I think was exciting to see. But then also, as we get into this next runway, because she was the last one, so they all come out on the stage and Rue says, okay, now you have 60 minutes and we have set up a charity shop backstage where you have to style an outfit from the pieces that are there. So it's not something you brought from home. You're just styling yourself as if you just went to the charity shop, which is like a thrift store. And found new clothes and put together an outfit. You're sitting there and you're like, Crystal's going to have a hard time because she also has to change her makeup.
1: He has to like rip off prosthetics, remove all the glue. Yeah. And then basically repaint her face.
0: So yeah, we get in there and it's, first off, we get back there and Charity Shop Sue, which is who Crystal had been for the Snatch yeah. Game, is backstage screaming about how she used to do styling in Milan or whatever. Yeah. And-
1: It could just be the fact that we don't know her. She's not- I couldn't tell if she was doing
0: a bit or not.
1: Yeah, she's not a known figure in the States. So UK listeners, let us know the importance of Charity Shop Sue because we don't get her. But- she was funny, like the bits that she was saying and like the things that she was talking about were funny and I enjoyed listening to her but the queens were like over her. They're like, we have shit to do, get out of our way and stop talking to us.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because they were like, we only have 60 minutes to get together. Like we only have 60 minutes to make this work. So like, we just don't have time for banter right now, Charity Sue. But she was like a wild character. I don't know if she's like, I would love to, maybe I can look it up, like a reality show, like Pawn Store Wars or whatever that one is called do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Pawn stars? Is that what it is? I mean that's what it is in the states.
0: No I'm not saying she's on that I'm saying is she on a show like that where she like works in a thrift store or is, oh, it, no. is it okay there we go. Is it like a television Char- show?
1: Charity Shop Sue is a character in a British comedy series there you go. portrayed by Selena Musinsky. Mo- the Masinsky. comedy title Charity Shop Sue showcases Sue as the manager of a charity shop named Secondhand Chances. So she's playing a character. So that's what it is. She's not like a real person. She's playing a
0: character got it okay that's what i thought i was like it seems like she's a character on a television show rather than like a person like a reality show person that makes more sense okay anyway so she's back there and they're all kind of like what the fuck and they get back there and crystal is spending all of her time basically trying trying to fix her makeup and so she doesn't really have a ton of time to pick an outfit everybody else picks all their clothes first so i feel like that the edit is at least crystal's at a disadvantage because She hasn't had any time to pick clothes. It has just been her trying to redo her makeup. And then all of them just kind of running around frantic. I think Ella even says, I think me and Kitty hit the brief. I'm not sure if the other people did. They look pretty. And she was like, we don't, me and Kitty don't look bad, but we look like we dressed ourselves from a charity shop, which I think was very interesting
1: i think that was the point yeah and scarlet and crystal just put on simple black dresses and we like this mm-hmm. is fun they went more crystal scarlet and vanity were like let's look good let's make sure we look pretty mm-hmm. using the charity shop clothes whereas Kitty and Ella were like, let's look like charity shop people because that's like people who
0: got all their clothes. Yeah, they
1: didn't necessarily like plan to like go ugly, but we just need to like make it known that we went shopping at a charity shop. And this is what we are trying to look like. Whereas the other people were like, let's look pretty from what we can get at the store.
0: Exactly. 100%. All right, so so then we keep switching up the order of how the queens come out. It really bothers me. But anyway, so Kitty's yeah, Got Claws was first. Oh, um, I
1: love this. Bitches were like ripping, <laughs> ripping the this sweater. <laughs> sweater off.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, oh okay. Those, those are your tips. Okay, we're doing great. But I thought she looked so good. I think this was one of her strongest looks and she looked good on all three runways. I think this was my favorite of hers just because it was so much like, oh, this girl went thrifting. She picked up these out. It's so she look. she thinks she looks so good and she just kind of looks a little bit trashy and that's yeah. okay. But it was so well put together. The attention to detail here is just stunning.
1: Yeah, she looks like a little bit gross, but like still kind of cute. Yeah. It worked for her.
0: It worked for her. And then next up we had Crystal Versace. Yep.
1: Basic. She like took a romper that was definitely too big for her and tucked up the pants, but it, she yeah, did it, it
0: was not flattering on her. Ass. Yeah,
1: she like didn't have time to sew it, so like they were coming down as she walked and then she didn't do anything else because the rule was that they had to have five pieces from the charity shop on and so she had all the five things but it was like i think she had five accessories Yeah, Yeah. earrings bracelet shoes dress and like maybe a belt and i was like but that's not giving me charity shop that's not giving me girl just went here to like try and look cute for a party and doesn't know what to do because there's not many to look for It's giving me like you went sexy for using charity shop materials i'm like that's just like wasn't the prompt.
0: i will say i was impressed she was able to get a face on
1: that was very impressive because i think she did that face in like 30 minutes
0: yeah bitch really she went to fucking work yeah ella viday was next she was the one doing like the pastels and the purple wig i think Mm -hmm. they called it a mauve wig alan carr called it a mauve wig i really liked this mainly because you could see the character she had chosen in her mind you know what i mean I didn't like it in that it was ugly. Like, it wasn't cute. But I liked the way she sold it.
1: I think she understood the assignment. She Mm -hmm. won this prompt.
0: I agree. I would agree with that.
1: She won this one. This is hers. She took home this runway.
0: Mm -hmm. katie
1: took home the first one i would say ella took home this one and then we'll discuss in the third one
0: but yeah i like this because again i think michelle calls her it's like a rich mom almost or like a mom who thinks she looks really rich
1: (laughs) yeah coming out of the charity shop and
0: it's like no bitch you don't but for that reason it was really good Vanity milan is next she was giving you nini leaks and she even said that. she's like, I'm giving you ratchet black girl. That was a direct quote from Vanity Milan, not me giving her a name or a thought. She had this blonde pussycat wig, this like orange, very cute, very flattering dress. I don't know how she found that in the charity shop, but I thought she looked fab.
1: She looked great. She mm-hmm. really did.
0: I don't know if it was the prompt,
1: but she looked beautiful. Yeah, I don't know if it was the prompt, but Vanity has truly like gotten so much better over time while at the show in a way that I don't think the other queens have like changed that much. And like, I'm not saying that they need to because Ella, Kitty, even Scarlett and Crystal like came in very polished with their looks. Vanity did not. And Vanity has become more polished while being on the show, which is great to see.
0: And I think that just speaks to the fact that she had only been doing drag for a year. And so she really took this opportunity to like learn and get better, which I really appreciate and I'm very impressed by. And she looked stunning. And then Scarlett Harlot, I felt like she was giving us like a girl out at the club which
1: yeah
0: here's the thing I didn't hate it I didn't didn't,
1: hate it I I
0: thought it was better than Crystal's to be perfectly honest I I thought Crystal's fit poorly hers did not
1: yeah I agree she looked
0: better than Crystal but I understand it not meeting the prompt I totally agree that it doesn't meet the prompt but I think if we had to compare people who didn't meet the prompt she looked better than Crystal yeah
1: I agree I think she looked better than Crystal here but again Michelle says it in the critiques you're gonna come out in an LBD A top five on Drag Race. No.
0: Yeah. So that was Charity Shop's Chic was the name of that runway. So that was those five looks. And then they're all back out on the runway again. We have to do this one more time. Rue gives them 30 minutes, which I feel like in Drag Race is nothing. Nothing. That is not enough time. But Rue gives them 30 minutes to do fugly but fashionable is what they're calling it. And basically, my interpretation of this is you want it to be maybe there's an aspect of ugly to it, but there is a fashion element. So you might have a fashionable silhouette, but it's made out of an ugly fabric. Or maybe you have a not-so-fashionable silhouette, but the way that you put it together, or it's constructed, is fashion, or the way you're selling it is fashion. So I think it's kind of a hard prompt. Personally, I was like, that's kind of hard to do, because Nick and I before it started, we were like, how do you do this? And then All of the day walks out, and we're like, oh, that's
1: that's how you do it. I love it. I fucking fucking she
0: fucking it. killed it. But anyway, really quickly before we go into the each look I do want to say again, Crystal tries to do another face again.
1: It's just like why? Like at this point you're putting <sighs>
0: added you're, pressure on yourself. You're putting you don't added need. pressure
1: because like the, some of the other queens are like changing up their makeup but they're putting on different eyeshadow but they're not like taking off much. They're just like I'm gonna change up my eyeshadow a little bit use some more highlighter and like it down and just make sure it's still good to go. Crystal's, like, wiping off her full eye and redoing it, and it's like, you have 30 minutes. Why? Why? I get why you had to do it the first time, because you couldn't walk out with a barnacle and a starfish (laughs) on your face.
0: Not (laughs) again. Like,
1: I get that, but... This second time, like, it just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense.
0: I mean, I think when you see what her outfit choice is, you're kind of like, oh, you do want sort of like a bold, modern art, pop art thing on your face. Like, it kind of makes sense for what you were wearing. But, well, girl, it just seems like a whole bunch of work for 30 minutes. It's like, a yeah. whole bunch of work for 30 minutes. But that being said, Nick and I were very confused by this prompt. And then we actually saw the runway and we are like, oh, we get it now. So first up, we had Ella of a day in this... Assless chaps basically made out of plaid fabric. And I have never gasped so loud for a runway that was supposed to be ugly, to be perfectly honest. She looked fucking sick.
1: She looked great. It was ugly, but it was fashion. And I think that was the goal of taking things that are hideous, but making them high fashion, high camp. And I think Ella hit the proms on the head.
0: I was gagged when she walked out. I was like, oh. That looked like a look that could have been on Project Runway for some sort of theme. I thought she fucking killed it. Yeah, she looks great. And then next up, we had Vanity Milan, which was this quilted black look with a beaded headdress that kind of came out and it was, it almost looked like a triangle, just kind of like out.
1: You know what? It reminds me of Astina in the first episode when Astina did Naomi Campbell, Naomi Campbell. When she had that big, oversized black dress on, that's what this felt like with Vanity Milan. Like, that's like yeah. kind of a vibe. Okay, okay,
0: I see that. And
1: I think the fugly was the fact that it was shapeless. And that was supposed to come out of like, it's shapeless, so it's not beautiful, but I could still make it fashion in this sense. And I think that's what she was going for. And like, I liked it. I didn't like it at first, but then the more I was looking at it, I was like, no, I get it. I actually kind of like it. And then I thought of it in that way of the Naomi Campbell, Estina look, and it made more sense. And I enjoyed it even more.
0: I agree. I think I was in the same place when she walked out. I was like, eh. But the more I looked at it, like you said, it was really beautiful the longer you looked at it. And her makeup looked so good. When she was sitting it on top, I was like, holy shit, you look stunning.
1: Yeah, I mean, like she's just getting better and better.
0: I know. I think Jesse brought up last week that she's like on an up and up trajectory. And I hadn't totally felt that way until this episode. And I was like, she's really listening to critiques. And really taking them in. And like this one even like screenshot that I'm looking at of her right here. It's like that actually is stunning. Stunning. But when she first walked out I think because it was so different from what I was expecting. I didn't like it. But then as I looked at it longer I was like wow this is stunning. Yeah. Next up we had Crystal Versace doing the monsters from season 13 runway. Which I actually really liked. I thought she looked good. Crystal? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree. I liked Crystal.
0: The other queens were kind of reading her, and I thought she looked stunning.
1: We'll we'll get to that, because I just don't think so. But I liked it. I agree. I think it was fun. It was high camp. It was fugly, but fashion. I liked it.
0: I did too. I thought it was great. I just, like, we'll talk about it in a second. I do think the wig was a lot, but the actual outfit with the, like, blue and green fur and the cinched as fuck waist and, like, this kind of high camp, wild sort of monster-esque look, I think really sold it i i and i think she sold it very well on the runway i mean she is a fashion queen so i think she did a good job scarlet harlot was next not doing fashion
1: not doing fashion but looked so good i loved this look i thought it was Go so off, much wish. fun if i was a drag queen this is something i would wear You can tell that Scarlett was loving it and that she had so much fun wearing it. Loved this look. Did not fit the prompt, though. And I think it sucks because, like, it was such a strong look in my eyes. And, like, even the other queens, during critiques, they had to, like, pick favorite looks. Like, I think two other queens picked Scarlett as their favorite look. And I was like, I agree. But it doesn't fit the prompt, which sucked.
0: Which it's just hard when something doesn't fit the prompt because you want to like it. And it's just, it sucks that they're going to maybe read you for it, even though like there's no reason to. Yeah. So yeah, it, to me, it was giving dance moms, like trashy dance moms. I don't know if anyone else but I think that, that way. was the point. I know it was the yeah. point, but like, it was very funny to me. Like that was the immediate thought i had i was like oh trashy dance moms we're back and yeah that's where i was at and then we finished out with kitty scott claws wearing this custom knit cat lady outfit that she pulled off that said like kitty Kitty lady lady. and then she ripped it off and said this kitty's got claws meaning this kitty scott claws but like this kitty's got claws which i thought was funny she looked like your third grade teacher in the early 90s
1: yeah i get it like that's what it. that was the
0: vibe i was like Oh God, like some third grade teachers still look like this. Yeah. I don't, but like some do, but it was, I thought it was very funny. Again, a little bit like off prompt maybe, but I think she made it work because it just looked more expensive than Scarlett's, even though it still wasn't fashionable. Yeah. But yeah, so those were all our runways. I know it's kind of a weird format for our episode today, but that's just how the episode sort of fell in place. But yeah, I thought it was a fun challenge and I was very excited to I hear really critiques that. after we watched them. So we'll get into critiques in just a second. I'm going to quickly bring up the workroom chats, but I don't really understand what the workroom chats were like about this week. They were kind of bizarre. Basically, the first one was about trolls on the internet, right?
1: Yeah, and just like, what do you do about that? I These? think the more
0: important part was that Kitty was talking about having confidence and sort of where her confidence came from. And the fact that like, she just doesn't let trolls get to her. It's more just, I just feel confident in my body and I'm just proud of my body. And then Crystal talks about how she actually feels more confident in drag. And she does also offer up this, she's a virgin.
1: Crystal, yeah. like go So on. there are
0: some things that sort of came out of this conversation that started in a weird place.
1: I think it started because they were talking about like being ugly and like, oh, has anybody ever called you ugly Like internet trolls. What do you do with all of that? And then it was Kitty talking about her body confidence kind of just being like, I've always known I was bigger, but like I've never looked at this as a bad thing. And I was always told to just love every part of you no matter how big or small and then it got into Crystal being like out of drag I don't find myself attractive I find myself ugly out of drag and to the point where like I don't I've never slept with a man before because I feel so self-conscious around them it got into that
0: feeling ugly I maybe missed part of that I thought she was saying more along the lines of like she feels more confident in drag and out of drag she's more shy and like Luke is not the same as Crystal it could
1: have been that but she was like saying she's like I just don't feel confident in myself as I I do as Crystal
0: yeah like Luke is a very different person. And I think Ella said to her, she was like, I actually see that and hear that about you because we've noticed that you're quieter outside of the Crystal character. And they were all very impressed that she's able to give sex spot on the runway I mean, like she's do, actually never had sex.
1: I mean, do you think that she's being more quiet out of drag? Because the one time she spoke up out of drag was when she had to do that supermarket sweep mini challenge and, like, everyone got pissed she, at her.
0: She, just, she had to take a step back. Okay, do you think, like,
1: now she's, like, out of drag and she's like, I'm going to calm down now. I think a little
0: bit like you know she came down a little bit because she didn't do great in every challenge and so that gave her a bit of like okay I'm not.
1: It knocked her down a few pegs because she started on such a high and then she's like I'm gonna come down a little bit just to calm down.
0: Yeah and I think that was the right call. All right, so the other Workroom chat was about onstage mishaps. Nothing was revealed in that moment. So we're not going to talk about it. And moving on. Really quickly before we get into critiques, just wanted to let everyone know that Michelle Visage looked the best she's looked all season. And we have this, I need to look up who she is, but Alicia Dixon is our guest judge.
1: And she was fucking fabulous.
0: Obsessed with her. I think
1: she was in a girl group in the UK, Mystique.
0: She is a English singer, rapper, songwriter, dancer, television personality, and author. But she, yes, yeah, she's in the hip hop trio Mystique, which is the UK's answer to TLC.
1: Yeah. Based um, on the
0: song we danced to.
1: Love her. Fucking great guest judge like the UK this season has had great guest judges
0: people we didn't know who they were but they were fun but
1: they were fun and they were great and Alicia Davis is no
0: Alicia Dixon
1: Alicia Dixon was no exception
0: she also is a judge on Britain's Got Talent go off bitch okay anyway let's get into these critiques we start off with Kitty Scott Claus and honestly the critiques of Kitty were pretty overall positive they maybe made one note about the last one was a little bit not necessarily meeting the prompt but you were having so much fun and sold them so well, that we kind of didn't even notice, and I thought she did a really good job. Add on, Nick, if you feel like there's more to that.
1: Nothing. She was perfect. Kitty Scott Claus is perfect this episode. She that, was great. She was I love her. I, I mean, I've o- I always love Kitty Scott Laws, but I loved her this episode even more.
0: And then up next, we have Vanity Milan. I think for the most part, the biggest critique was like, they just didn't love her first look, which was the swimsuit one that we talked about. It seemed like the judges were just kind of like, it didn't really do much for your shape. And it just like wasn't ugly, but it also wasn't exciting. So we just didn't care for it. Yeah. And I kind of agree, but I thought she looked so stunning in the second two thirds of her runway that I was kind of shocked at her being in the bottom two, which we'll get into. Yeah, I it think we're Vanity so foul, they
1: they loved her third look, but I think the first one they really didn't like and the second one was like a medium?
0: Let me look back at my notes. No, because Michelle really liked it. She thought the cup wig was really cute and she said the orange dress was like so pretty on her and they were like, I can't believe you found that in the charity shop. And we were really, we liked it a lot and then they I mean, Alicia Dixon was like, this is high fashion for her third look.
1: Yeah, I guess. I think True. they did it for the
0: narrative. I don't think they did but it. for I mean, the yeah. I, I'll talk about it in a second.
1: We can talk about it in a second because I'm having a hard time thinking who else would have been on the bottom
0: yeah we can talk about it in a second so scarlet harlot their basic critique based on what i sort of felt is that she started strong and ended weaker but they were happy to see her having fun again happy to see her sort of like being happy with herself and kind of pulling herself out of like the funk she'd been in for a few weeks um especially because alan hasn't seen her since she was in the bottom two weeks in a row so he was like It was nice to see you back and sort of like having fun. I don't know if there was anything else that they really said that stuck out to Nick with their critiques of Scarlett.
1: They didn't love her last look was pretty much. They liked it, but they're like, it doesn't fit the problem.
0: But they also said her second look was pretty basic.
1: Yeah. And I think that leads her to be the box.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then Ella, they were pretty positive on Ella. The only one they gave her any real critique on was number one, which was her fugly swimwear. And I think it was because, I mean, Michelle made a comment how it didn't totally fit her. Like it was almost too big in the back and didn't like hug her curves. Yeah. And then they loved her final look, which I was like, it's fashion, honey.
1: They loved her, they loved her charity. They love all of her looks except for the first one. Like gave her high praise.
0: And here's the thing. They they kind of liked her first one. They were just... like i wish it had gone further that was their critique not that it was bad i
1: think they were like because i think they were splitting hairs between ella and kitty i think they're like it's between these two we have to look at like which one really took it there and i think kitty had added elements in each of her look that ella could have benefited from in her first look kitty just had different things than ella did which pushed kitty further ahead
0: And then Crystal Versace, they all said, like Nick said earlier, they were all very impressed that she did something different for the first look, which I think, again, it was kind of similar to her snatch game this week. She's playing the long game, just in general. She's playing the long game of trying to appease the judges and stay in the competition, which I think is... Pretty important and they really liked her third look even though scarlet harlot felt the need to say she did not so the last thing that rue asks them is <laughs> who did you like which is such a nice spin on who should go home and so i believe correct me if i'm wrong nick vanity and scarlet say they liked kitty scott claws kitty yes. scott claws said she liked scarlet harlot ella said she liked vanity and Crystal said she liked Ella. So it was kind of all across the board. Big two notes here. No one said they liked Crystals. And on top of that, Scarlet felt the need to call Crystal Anubis before she said who she liked. So she took this moment to be like shady, which was just...
1: I don't think it was shady. I, it
0: was shady, Nick.
1: I don't think it was shady because... Crystal does look like Anubis. Like Anubis wore that Did she need to say way. it out loud or could
0: she have said it in untucked?
1: No, she could have kept it to herself. Like she didn't need to say it. But she didn't I don't, need to
0: say it on the runway.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was shady though. Like I think Crystal really took it to heart like a little too much. I think Crystal has never really gotten, Crystal's gotten bad critiques, but I think this is her hardest week. And I think she, Crystal was a little bit in her feelings. And then that added to it.
0: I just very vehemently disagree. I think Scarlett did not need to call her out when Rugo's who did you like well first we've got Anubis down at the end no of the
1: I agree I don't think it was necessary but I also don't think it was as big of a deal as Crystal made it out to Crystal like in Untucked like refused to talk to Scott. no she didn't yeah she she was like you were just really mean to me and like hurt my feelings. I'm really upset about this and it's like girl
0: let's get into up. Untucked because that is not at all how I read that situation
1: okay how did you read it
0: So she was upset. Vanity says, like, why are you so upset? And I actually think Crystal, for only being 19, handled that situation very well. She basically said, I didn't see how that was funny. She didn't yell. She did not get mad. She said, hey, why did you take the moment to call me Anubis? I actually think she was pretty calm compared to Scarlett storming out over everyone picking her to be in the bottom two. Crystal was like, and she was not rude. I literally wrote in my notes, glad Crystal called her out, but without being rude. She was like, I just didn't see how that was funny. And she was like, but we're going to move on.
1: Yeah, I don't know. To me, it didn't seem like a big deal.
0: Yeah, because Crystal responded in an appropriate way in on top.
1: Sure, I don't think it was that big of a deal from Scarlet. To be honest, again, if I was Crystal, though, I probably would feel differently. So you can have your feelings. I just thought
0: it was not nice. Anyway, but I thought Crystal handled herself very well in that moment because Scarlett got mad when people called her out on the runway in front of the judges and Crystal was just like, okay. And she was like a little bit upset that no one liked her outfits and she said that and she was like, but hey, everybody's entitled to their own opinion so I'm not going to sit here and be like, vote for me, like me the best. And then they basically all just talk about who's going to be the bottom two and no one does.
1: None of them know.
0: And I think that's fair because yeah, there were think, they were splitting hairs. I mean, Ru basically says everyone I, had a good week. There I was no was, one who was like drastically terrible.
1: It was definitely between Crystal, Scarlet, and Vanity. I don't think there is any way Kitty or Ella would have been less like it.
0: No, I don't think so. I think they were too strong in general. I think it was those two for the win versus those three in the bottom. Yeah. But overall, I felt it was just strong. They did a good job. It was a strong week for the show, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, it was just like, it was a good episode overall.
0: Yeah. And we were kind of like, I don't know who the bottom two is going to be. We did kind of think Scarlett was definitely going to be there. But we weren't sure who it was going to be. But basically, we get out and they very quickly tell Kitty Scott Claus she's a winner. And Nick, how do we feel about that?
1: I screamed. Kitty had the best reaction possible. That would have been me if I ever win a challenge on Survivor, if I ever win a challenge on Drag Race and become a queen or something. Her just screaming, like, really? Suck it, girls. Like, I loved it. It was so funny. It was Kitty to a T. And I think Kitty's there just having a good time. Like, yes, she wants to win. But at the end of the day, she's like, I'm going to just have fun when I'm here. And I'm going to enjoy myself. I've never seen Kitty get angry in these episodes. You've never seen Kitty like have meltdowns or anything. She's always just been happy to be there and enjoying the ride and just see her just having so much fun and enthusiasm when she finally wins. I loved it. Kitty Scott Claus, love you forever and always.
0: Yeah, it was pretty special. I think Rue said it pretty well. Rue was like, she's had a very strong few weeks. She just hasn't been the top. So I think she's pretty, Mm -hmm. I think Rue was even excited to give her some recognition. For her yeah, and then right after that, there's not a bottom three. Rue's like, no, Ella really? and Crystal, you're safe.
1: Right? On, I thought that they were going to say Ella, you're safe, and then make the three sweat it out.
0: I mean, but they couldn't after Rue told Crystal she was born to be a drag queen last week. So, bitch,
1: I, like I just don't see a world in which Crystal is not in the final episode.
0: But we don't want it
1: much to our chagrin.
0: And I've come around on Crystal. I do like her better than I did. She was my Meet the Queens pick. Like I was like, she could win. She's
1: gorgeous. I was
0: like, she could win. So like, clearly that's not a concern of mine. I was just like, I think you just need some more time to incubate you know like you're a little fetus you are you are you are so young yeah come back and do all-stars anyway so then we find out our bottom two are scarlet harlot and vanity milan and nick and i were like trying to figure out why because i actually felt like crystal's critiques were a little bit worse than vanity's but then we did the math and both of them have been in the bottom twice and both of them have a badge so it was more even keeled match we felt like for the actual two it, yeah, people in like if you look at the track record track
1: record, they both have one win two times in the bottom each. Mm -hmm. I also think that like when you look at the challenge Crystal they liked two of her runways but didn't like the middle one Vanity I feel like they're like in the middle I don't know like Vanity I feel like they loved her last look but hated the first look and then were like in the middle on the second
0: no they liked her second look yeah but they liked her second look Michelle and Rue definitely liked her second look so I think it was just Splitting hairs. And I think for the narrative of the show, it made more sense to have Vanity being. Yeah. It was. I feel like scarlet probably would have been immediately sent home had it been against Crystal, because Crystal has two wins. So I think it was more like if we put them in the bottom, it's very fair. And we won't get any flack for one of them going home. Yeah. But then they danced to Scandalous by Mystique, which I've never seen someone enjoy their own song so Girl, much.
1: She was up and dancing. Alicia
0: Dixon is my new favorite person. Loves I didn't know her. who she was until today, but wow.
1: She was up and dancing and having a grand old time. It
0: also felt like a song that was specifically tailored for Vanity Oh, Milan.
1: V- Vanity Milan has performed that song before multiple times. And that's
0: our guess. Scarlet we don't know that for sure. We don't
1: for sure but like
0: you can like you tell. Can,
1: you can inference. and Scarlett Harlow was far too white to do that song justice
0: but yeah Vanity crushed it she also had a really fun reveal to have crushed the funnest it. outfit underneath that quilt
1: bitch she took that quilt off and I was like oh damn yeah. like that is a good dancing leotard. but like, that was gorgeous and
0: there was like the fun like chains on it I, and she was so good she like was so she was so good, good. Ooh, Vanity, so that was good like, girl
1: honestly all three of Vanity's lip syncs are good I would yeah, go she's a good if I in the uk i would go to a vanity milan show because bitch would put on a show
0: yeah it would be very like it
1: would be she would fucking rock it.
0: Yeah, she was fabulous. And then we finally tell Scarlet Harlot to sashay away, which felt like it was time.
1: It felt like it was a long time coming. I love Scarlet. I think she was my Meet the Queen's pick. Uh,
0: I think you're right, Nick.
1: She was, yeah. She was my Meet the Queen's pick. I've been a fan of hers for a while. No, no, no. no. She no. was, she was episode my one episode one pick. one pick. Yeah. I really liked her. I think she would be great to come back. I think she's a little bit...
0: Green, maybe?
1: She's just, like, a little bit... I don't think know, she knows her place, and I don't think she knows how to own her place as well as the other people
0: I think we saw that this season yeah I think we saw her kind of wrestling with who I am who how do I interact with other people in like a positive way how do I make friends you just saw her sort of grappling with like what and who she is and I think that's okay and I think that's the point of this show sometimes sometimes you don't win but you learn something about yourself and how you sort of carry yourself and treat yourself over time and so I think she is a good example of that. I think she will continue to be successful. And I think I would, she would be someone I would enjoy seeing on an all-star season.
1: Yeah, for sure. Would love to see her come back. I mean, she's not
0: someone I would be sad if they announced they were an all-star. i they're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Let's fucking go. All right. So that's our episode. It was a really strong episode of the season. I really think they just killed it. The challenge was such a fun twist and the runways were good. It was fun. Yeah,
1: I think this is the strongest episode of the season.
0: Honestly, snatch game was really good. Just Honestly, like the, the last past two
1: episodes have been very good.
0: Very good, very good, and, and like, like
1: the other episodes, like were kind of lackluster.
0: But even so, I just feel like UK Drag Race. There's something special
1: about UK Drag something Race. Something special. I can't I love put it. my finger
0: on it, but we do really enjoy it. I don't think there's an episode of UK Drag Race where I've been like that wasn't worth it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, but this,
0: I, these last two were their strongest. I was going to say, I UK mean, like, ones.
1: you know me, though, there's not an episode of Drag Race, period, that I'm like, it's not worth the watch. Although I am finally making Aggie watch season seven and the episode we are about to watch. For those of you who know RuPaul's Drag Race, it is the Shakespeare episode, highly regarded as the worst drag race challenge in history. And we are about to sit through it at some point this week. So slide into our DMs if you want to talk about that because I'm sure we will have feelings and Aggie is going to just see why season seven is maybe not the tea. But we're not talking about that. We are finishing up episode seven of... UK.
0: All right we don't have a ton of rabbit fire because we had so much to talk about in this episode but let's start with our vibe checks. I'll go first. There were actually quite a few moments of judges being very funny this episode but I do want to yes. call out Rue for Ella Bidet. They loved her second look. They were like you just totally hit the brief and Rue said you're the only look up there that didn't look like a streetwalker and that is my favorite thing she's ever said to anyone ever. It was just so fucking funny. Also Nick just showed me a, a picture of a Sam
1: Costume for <laughs> Dune. And we're making it for Dune Part Two. If y'all want to talk about Dune, slide, into our, slide DM. into our
0: DMs. Nick and I are
1: obsessed. <laughs> My vibe check is when RuPaul walks into the workroom and like does the hello everybody or whatever she fucking does, and then it cuts to the queens like screaming, and then it cuts back to Rue, and Rue just goes, ha, 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 ha. and then walks Ru. down the stairs, and you're like, we didn't need that at a, It oh, was, seemed bad.
0: It wasn't great. Rue was tired. I also do just. Special shout out to Alicia Dixon, mine and Nick's new favorite person. Obsessed. Um, When Scarlet Harlot came out in her cat bathing suit, she said, no, we don't want to lick that pussy. Yep. And I was like, go off. Hello, ma'am. Welcome to the show.
1: Welcome to Drag Race. You seem to fit in really well.
0: You did great. All right, Nikki, you're up, Queen of the Week. We got shocking no one. Going
1: back to my queen, Kitty Scott Claus. This was her episode.
0: Finally.
1: Finally, it was her episode, and it's her time to shine. I'm obsessed with her. Honestly, I cannot pick who I want to win the whole season but it is between Kitty Scott Cause and Elle of the Day and so like this episode just belonged to Kitty just belonged to Kitty
0: belonged to Kitty in that vein I'm not picking Kitty I'm picking Elle of the Day Elle
1: of the Day
0: she's just so important to me I love her so much I love so her much. so
1: much her and Kitty are my favorite queens it, I, it, I love them we
0: just love them both I'm sorry to these other queens I'm I, sorry I also, to this man I'm sorry to this man I do also really like Vanity lot. I do love that she's like on the up and up but like Vanity is Win yeah. L of the Day. I want L of the Day to win and Nick one. Kitty Scott Claus to win.
1: Here's the thing. Out of we'll the two, a, though, we'll like, be
0: very pleased with you. Like, I'm not
1: going to be upset if either of them win.
0: Moving got the Rapid Fire. We only have two Rapid Fire questions because there wasn't sort of a lot to happen yet.
1: Yeah, there wasn't much that we could have really played off of this. Episode. Yeah, because there was just
0: so much commotion happening. The only thing that we sort of related to the episode was it was a charity shop sort of chic moment in runway number two. And so I thought we'd just chat like how do you feel about buying from a charity shop? How do you feel about thrift shopping? Nick, what's the vibe, my guy?
1: I like thrift shopping. I go thrift shopping a lot. If y'all are in New York City, the L train in Brooklyn, that thrift shop is great.
0: What do you like about it?
1: One, it's cheap which is great. I think the other, the last time I went there, I like walked out with, I love an oversized flannel. It is my go-to outfit, but I walked out with like three flannels and like a couple cute t-shirts. And I think I only spent like 50 bucks and it's great. I'm going to throw shopping this weekend because I have a wedding to go to in December and I need to get a suit jacket. I don't feel like spending real money on it. I love throw shopping. It's fun. It's also just like a hunt. When you go then and like you find something really good, you're like, ooh, this is mine. Like, I found this. I won the competition. I did it, Joe. I did it.
0: I did it. I don't thrift shop that much because I found that women's clothing in thrift stores, it tends to be hard to find things if you're not smaller. That being said, I love thrift shopping for the environmental reasons. Because fast fashion is just like meant to be thrown away. And like, it really pisses me the fuck off for those reasons. So I love thrift shopping in a way to like reuse and recycle clothes so that the fashion industry is literally just not throwing shit away, which I really enjoy. So I think it's a great idea. I love when you can find something great. That's always super exciting, but it can also be really frustrating when you can't find something and you're like, oh, I just, I wish this fit or I wish this looked cuter, but I love it. I can't wear it. And that's where you get frustrated because you're like, but i want this but it's like not my size
1: yeah again like you gotta like just search and like it is it's like a game. It's like gambling. It's like when you yeah. find something and you're like, oh my God, this is so cute. And it fit, you're on such a high. Yeah.
0: 100%. But then you have
1: those low moments of I want you, but you're a size extra small and would only fit my thigh.
0: Yep. But yeah. So that's us on thrift shopping. Let us know how you feel about thrift shopping. Personally, I think it's a pretty fun way Walking to Walk into the
1: shop, man. like, what up, got babe? Woo. I love that
0: song. And who do you want in the top three, Nicholas? I feel like we've kind of said it, but let's chat.
1: I think we have the same thing. I think we are kind of over crystal and we want the top top three to be Kitty Scott Claus, Ella, the a Day, and Vanity Malone.
0: Agreed. Do I think if, that's real if realistic? It's only to just not have three white people.
1: That part. But, do I th- but also
0: Vanity's I- been so good at listening and learning.
1: Vanity has truly been on the up and up like it would be really cool to see that push her into the top it would almost be like when crystal method was Made in the, the top, top
0: three yep
1: because you were like crystal method and season 12 was really low at the beginning struggled a lot was getting a lot of harsh critiques but then like listened learned and fixed it and did better and got into the top three or like Adore Delano in season six, same thing. Harsh critiques, listened, learned, fixed it, made it to the top. So it'd be cool to see that journey for Vanity and see it result in something positive. But I do think we're getting the edit of Crystal being there. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen next episode, y'all? Yeah.
0: So we will find out next week. We're doing
1: Bra Wars. Bra Wars. Play on Star Wars. We're doing an acting challenge, which seems to be favoring our two queens, but we will see what happens. But honestly,
0: Vanity and Crystal. do terribly in the first one, did they?
1: That was the first time Vanity was in the bottom. Oh,
0: Vanity. But Crystal, I think surprised, I think Crystal
1: people had won. low expectations for Crystal. She won that Peloton well. challenge. So who knows what's going to happen?
0: So we'll find out. See you then. Otherwise, hit us up on social media and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Keep looking out for new episodes. We'll have some fun stuff for you potentially week of Thanksgiving and Christmas as well. So Woo! keep your eyes and ears open, fam. Happy holidays early. Here we go. See you later.
1: Bye, bitch
0: thanks so much for tuning into this episode of escaping reality we are so grateful to have you all in our little podcast fam if you like this episode make sure you subscribe and give us a rating or review on apple podcasts and if you're listening on spotify give us a follow for new episode notifications we love interacting with you and want to hear your take on each episode as you watch so slide into those dms at at escaping reality pod on instagram or tweet us your feels at esc reality pod on twitter go ahead and hit us up we're so excited to Finally, watch a show in real time with y'all, and can't wait to go on this RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under journey with you. Make sure you follow us on social media to see how you can interact with us about the show and your favorite queens slash looks. We have lots of fun episodes planned, so stay tuned for all your Survivor and RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under content. Thanks so much for listening and escaping reality with us. Bye.
1: <music> Bye. Oh.